Testing one, two, three. Will Katie Martin and her um, squad, Katie Martin's squad, fan club, exit the premises? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Welcome, you guys. Find a seat. If you're just coming in, feel free to come on in and find a seat. I'm so excited. I'm completely honored to introduce the next speaker. It was a total shock when she asked me to do this. She's a sideline, and I love her dearly. Um, I got a funny, couple funny facts about Miss Jackie Richards first, and then I'll get into some more serious stuff. If she could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, it would be meme making, okay? <laughs> if she could choose to either eat donuts or chips for the rest of her life, donuts all caps. I swear I'm pre-diabetic, was what she said. Um, this one's funny, too. Name something about yourself you wish you could put on a T-shirt so you could get it out of the way when meeting new people. I quote, I have no idea what I'm doing, is what her shirt would say. Um, anyway, a couple of fun facts about Jackie. She's 10 of 11 kids. She's number 10. She's been married to Hayden for six years. She has the cutest little boy named Clifford. He's four. If you don't follow her on Instagram, please go do that because... There's the best ever story. Do any of you know what I'm talking about? When Hayden gave Clifford his birthday present this year? That's all I'm going to say. You need to go see what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway, um, so Jackie's going to be talking to us about mission statements. She says, um, or this says, a mission statement is usually written with the individual's values and visions in mind. This is true for Jackie Richards, who feels like from day one, of becoming an artist, she was very committed to doing what it took to rise to the top. And she did it quickly. She hit influencer in less than 11 months of joining the company. She studied endlessly, endlessly what others did to find lasting success, did her homework so she could find her own vision. And what she found was that she didn't have to become famous or do anything crazy to make a sustainable income and lead a team. Getting clarity on her values and vision, declaring them to herself and publicly as fast as possible is what helped her create a great mission statement. She failed fast, and that's the one thing she can't wait to teach others. Failure is a part of success. The most beneficial part of Jackie's class will be getting artists to have an aha moment, that they have a unique voice, and it matters. And she's going to show us how to share it in the most beneficial and impactful way possible. Jackie loves mascara. She's, um, she loves that it's a trailblazing company. Um, how it breaks the mold of what people think of in terms of their makeup. Um, how it breaks the mold of direct sales and MLM companies in general. And the idea of who can be successful. Not everyone is going to have the same vigor as you do for this company, and that's okay. People quit this business, but that's not a reflection of you. Stay the course, stay true to yourself, and you'll thrive in Jackie's words. Here she is. This is exactly what I was hoping it would be. The name of my class is kind of funny, and I was like, not a lot of people will come, which is perfect. Because <laughs> it's kind of like vague-ish. It's like mission pot. Like, I don't know that I would have gone. It's good, but you guys are great for being here. <laughs> so, woo! Okay, so I'm so excited to talk about my topic. So, um, sorry, is this, oh, it's not my bra, it's the thing. 
It's the cord. <laughs> okay. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. It's fine. Okay. So I am Jackie Richards, like she just said, whole intro, all the things. Um, so I wanted to just quickly ask, so who came to Rain to, um, to add that one tip that you just feel like is going to change the game of your business? So I feel like a lot of us did. Like who came, or like the classes before this, were you going to like get that one tip of like, okay, so here I wrote out a couple things. Who wants to learn? how to recruit like Kat. Like, I'm pretty sure Kat has like 500 people signed up to her. <laughs> and you're like, is she gonna teach that? Like, what, what's that thing? Or like, who went to Katie Martin's class? Woo, I know she, I'm like, I wanna know, like what's her one tip for her arms? Like, <laughs> like I wanna learn that one thing. And I feel like that's what a lot of these classes are. Um, or even coming to these events, you always think there's that one thing you need to add. Or like maybe you, there's those trainings, I'm guilty of doing them for my team, like the clip, clickbait trainings. <laughs> where I'm like, I want you to learn the one thing. Okay, so, but today that's not the case. And something that I have learned as I've been doing this for two and a half years is that most of my success and other artists' success is actually comes from when you take away and remove things from your business, that you'll have true lasting growth and impact. And we're gonna talk about what removing that is. So the first thing I wanna ask is, what is your knee-jerk reaction when I tell, oh, Amanda, you came? Oh my gosh. I was gonna point out, and I'm like, that's Amanda. What is your knee jerk reaction when I say play bigger? Yes. Like, what is, but like, there's a story that's already starting for all of you on like, yeah, like, but, 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 you don't get it. I'm postpartum, or you don't get it. Like, I work full time. My husband hates the business. Like, I could play bigger if there wasn't three artists in my church already. Right? Do you guys feel me? So what is going on in your head when I say play bigger? And I'm going to add to it. Um, why do you not have a team? Some of you guys might not. Does everyone in here have like 25 team members? Raise your hand. No. Okay, Paige. Okay. Most of us don't. So why? What's, yeah, well, we want that. Yeah, but like why do you not? There's like this knee-jerk pattern reaction thing that plays in your head that tells you why you don't. Um, and it's a series of thoughts, and that's, it's fine. It's gotten you to where you are today. Um, we're not mad at it, but today, I'd like to, to talk about how we can remove that pattern because it's not really serving us anymore. You're all here at Rain, which means you want to level up. I'm guilty of watering down a lot of my trainings. Like, for my team, I, I realize I am a lot of energy. I'm a lot of, like passion, and so when I'm doing, who watches my free coaching Fridays? Do you guys do that on Instagram? Woo, so much fun. Yeah, I love you guys. Uh, even that, my team trainings, my whole team right here, I will water them, them down a lot just because I'm scared of being too much, but to, not today. I want to go all in with you guys because I feel like you guys are here, and you want, you want that too. So um, we're going all in, and we're removing, we're going to take away that little pattern that isn't serving us, that, that little narrative that it's telling us why you can't play bigger. So um, I just kind of want to dive into, basically, we're not, sorry, I'm all over the place, but there are a lot of really cool online careers. Um, are there any bloggers in here? Like, no, okay, cool. Uh, being a blogger is cool. Being a boutique owner page is so cool. Like, there's so many cool online careers. It's like 2019, and it is an amazing time to run a business from your phone, all the things, and be able to stay home with your babies. But one thing that all those careers lack that we over at Mascara Beauty have 
is we are able to have a massive, massive ripple effect. And I think that is the, really, the coolest thing ever. And we're gonna, we're gonna dive into that. Um, so one thing I wanted to say too is that who all saw the wall, the wall of like the Hall of Fame? Who's got the familiar faces that you like, you follow them on Instagram? The mascara celebrities, right? <laughs> They're super cool. Um, there's top earners, there's top leaders. And sometimes we get in our head, we kind of maybe are like, oh, they're just, everyone just loves them or whatever. But I want to tell you something about them, is that they have a massive, massive ripple effect. That you can write whatever story you want about people or whatever, but what's very cool is that because you will never get your name on a wall, you'll never get a giant paycheck without having thousands and thousands of other people's lives affected in your downline, or customer-wise, sharing this product, and so I think that's really cool, and we're gonna talk about how that relates to your mission statement. Sorry, this is all just an intro, jeez. I tried to run through this in the hotel room, and it was not like this, okay. Um, jeez, it's so different. Okay, so a little bit about me. Did I do that slide? Yeah, sure, okay. It says, I didn't always feel like a queen before mascara. So, like many other people, I've had other business ventures before mascara. Um, raise your hand in the room if you've done another MLM. I did too. Um, it didn't go well. I wasn't like anything cool. Like I struggled bust to post. Like I was embarrassed to post. I would never reach out to anyone. Um, it was very much so a very ego-driven business, meaning it was all about me. I was very nervous. Everything was about me. And therefore, it flopped. It did not go anywhere. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of the team I joined and the mission that we had and the things that we we're very diligent in saying that we are. It clicked for me that when I joined Mascara, I was ready to serve, and I was ready to, to basically be a queen, because beforehand, I wasn't. And I want to make that so clear. I think a lot of times we write those stories in our head about someone who has success that they've always had it, or it was handed to them, and it's like, not, not so. So it clicked for me at Mascara that there were three components we found on my team, um, the team that I was on, that clarity, fulfillment, and freedom were, um, things that we, we were going to focus on and that have given me success. So we are going to rewrite your own personal mission statement. Um, so <clears throat> let me see this. I actually wanted to skip forward to one. Who knows this mission statement? We love it. Okay, but seriously, who's ever posted this before in, on your Instagram feed? Yes? Who's ever posted it before on your stories? who shares it in online classes, who's posted on their Facebook feed, like on the artist's birthday. You're like, oh my gosh, this is the best. And it is, our mission statement rocks. Like, I love it. It really is so, so good. I guess what I kind of want to say is, and then we're going to go back to this, is rewriting your own. But how often do you share your mission statement? <laughs> like, we're all so quick to share mascaras and how amazing it is. Like, oh, look at, look at our thing, it's the worst, you know, have your cake, eat it too. But have you ever thought, like, what is yours? And do you share about it just as often as you do mascaras? Um, you probably don't, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but I just, I kind of wanted to like let that open, open up your eyes to that. So I'm going to, we're gonna, well, everyone write this down. If I was cutesy, I would have printed that out and like gave it to everyone. <laughs> but write that down, type it in your phone, because this is something that I think everyone should have. That if you don't really have a personal mission statement, meaning something like this that you have filled in the blanks to, that is not just like, I'm just here because it's fun. Um, but we need something bigger like this, and we're gonna get to the point where we, we do fill this out completely. But this right here, the lack of this is why people don't last in this business, because they have no vision for what they're truly here for. 
Um, and this is what I talk a lot about having clarity, that I feel like you can't go anywhere in this business without any sort of clarity of what you truly want, and you have to have it based on something bigger than yourself. Like again, go back to like, I told you about my previous company. I was, like most people, too scared to do anything. It was very me, me, me focused, and I didn't have one of those that was outside of um, myself. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Oh, I did need my phone. Lindsay, where'd she go? Sorry, I am gonna need it. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> I'm gonna ask you a question. One. Um, how do you want the world to be different because of your mascara business? How do you want the world to be different because of your mascara business? So heavy, like so, so much. Do you even want the world to be different? Like, have you guys ever thought about that? Seriously, does anyone have any answers? How do you want the world to be different because of your mascara business? It's heavy, I know. Some of you guys may not have ever even thought about that. Okay, then let's ask this question. Why did you, why did you, oh, you have an answer? Yes, please. Um, just about the problem that I was doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Woo, I know, right? Clap that out. That's amazing. Yes. You sound like you have a personal mission statement. I like it. Um, okay, let's, let's, let's water it down a little bit, though, really quickly. Why did, who signed up? Like, just tell me why you signed up. Raise your hand. What was the reason you signed up? Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're ready. So you're ready for a business. I like it. What else? What are some other reasons? Just shout them. Just easy. Like the product? I love it. So you joined for the product. Okay, what else? You saw the glow, do you see my glow? Guess what I'm wearing, my illuminator. Yeah. Honey, okay, that's fine. What, no shipping. So you wanted to join because there was no shipping. I like it, hey, cool. What else, I, like seriously. I'm not hearing it, I want to make the money. You make the money, give me the paycheck. Postpartum. Yeah, postpartum. Help your husband chase dreams. Find yourself again, I love it. So postpartum, you're like feeling alone, yeah. You wanted people to feel the way that you felt. Yeah. For purpose. For purpose. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Jess. <laughs> you told me to. Shut her up. Take her out. Security. <laughs> Ellie. I'm kidding. She's joking. She's my sister-in-law. <laughs> but I did beg you for a long time. Okay. So, um, all right, so a lot of times, you know, it could be like retire your hubby, extra cash, bring home, you know, you wanted to work at home, you work full time. It's a creative outlet for you. Um, all very powerful reasons. Like seriously, all those could make, like, give me chills, make me cry, like you coming out of your postpartum, hearing you want to make other women beautiful, um, wanting to like get out of debt, whatever. But this, the, the reality here though is that it is still about you somehow, shape or form. It is, it's about bringing, you know, helping your husband. And we're going to talk about something bigger than you. Um, and this is why most people just struggle. Like I, it's fine. I'm not saying that this is all bad, but most people struggle because you keep it still centered on yourself. Um, I'm going to read a quote from the man himself. Whoa, shoot. Oh, and I didn't press the thing. Okay. Really sorry. <laughs> sorry, flashlight. Do you guys hate me? Am I okay? Okay. All right, so the man himself, which is Bob Heilig, 
Not Jesus, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding, I love Jesus. He's way better, but still. Okay, Bob Heilig, he is amazing. Everyone write his name down, Bob Heilig. He, he is like free information all the time. He, I swear his trainings have like whipped me around. Okay, Bob Heilig says, when you change your mindset from I'm going to build this business, I'm going to build this mascara business so that I can be more present for my kids. When you change your mindset from I'm going to build this business so I can be more present for my kids to one by one, I'm going to help moms throughout the world quit their full-time jobs and teach them how to run a business from their home with mascara. You shift your focus from what this business is doing for you, still very cool reasons, I'm not dogging them. You shift this focus from what this business is doing for you to what you, are to, to what you are doing to change the lives of families worldwide. Can you feel the difference in those two statements? And by making this simple shift, you begin a movement. Yes, you, all of you in this room are making a movement and starting a movement. Goodness, I love that. Um, I really, I, I just, I like that. I, again, I know that most of us don't join right off the bat, like thinking, I'm going to change the world with mascara. Like that's normal. But I think, again, I really wanna go back and like underline for you guys that long-term wise, it is so important that you do get a mission statement, hopefully you guys all wrote it down, that is outside of yourself. And that is what's going to allow you to also step into team building. Um, so, skipping over here to the power of one. Um, the, of one person. So I'm going to try and scoot this over just ever so slightly. There is no shame in like, if you are here and you only have one customer, <laughs> like we've all been there. I have been there. Sarah's been there. Paige's been there. Amanda's been there. We started with one customer. Um, and there, that is never anything to be embarrassed about. Same thing with one teammate. And it is still a massive ripple effect that can happen there. And I'm going to tell a story with permission about the product this time being so, so powerful and that it's going to have a lasting effect on this woman's life. So does everyone know Shay Parker? Taylor, Shay Taylor. You guys know her? She's redhead. She's from Georgia. She's awesome. She does a ton of in-person makeovers. And um, <clears throat> really, we don't watch this story. She, she was giving a makeover to this lady that was like, I think she had like canceled a couple times on her already. And it was like, oh, she's kind of bugged. And she came late to the appointment, and when she came to the door, she wouldn't even look up. And she was just, like, just overall stoic and slightly grumpy. And Shay is just this southern woman that's like, what is your deal? <laughs> like, I am friendly. Like, what's going on? And she wouldn't make eye contact with her, sits down, and she's just, um, again, just grumpy and short. And so she's giving her the makeover, and as she's doing it, you know, the makeover, she's trying to give her a handheld mirror, like, take a look, and she won't even look. Like, she's literally just, like, like pretending, but, like, not looking. And, um, again, it's just awkward. Like, just picture, like, someone super bubbly and southern, like, trying to, like, start this, like, conversation. It's just not going anywhere. Um, anyway, so even after she finished, she tried to, like, no, seriously, look, and the lady would not look. So she's like, whatever, I did your makeover. Um, and she did explain, she told me, she said her face was she said the only way she could describe it was it felt like latex. Like it was like something was just off in her face. But she did the best that she could. Anyway, so as she's like, all right, whatever, I'm going to turn around and just like start cleaning my stuff. Um, and then she sees that the lady gets up and like catches her reflection in another mirror or something like that. And, and then the lady just starts like sobbing, bawling. And she's like, are you okay? Like, are, are you upset? <laughs> like, is it that bad? Like, what did I do? Like, 
was it June? Like, what did I use on you that you ate? Like, you know, like that feeling of like, shoot, I thought it looked okay. No, and she's sobbing and um, she's like, I have been to every counter at the mall. Um, I have been just trying to feel beautiful. I'm currently in, I can't remember what stage it was, cancer, where she just, her skin was like, if you've been on steroids or anything like that, you know when you swell, and that's why her skin felt like latex, is she, everything was just swollen, and, you know, pay, or Shay's just, like, trying to <laughs> make the best of it and fill in this whole time, like, okay, this is the worst thing ever, but really, here she was silently having literally her life made. Um, I don't know the, like, end result of, like, everything that happened with her, but I just think that is cool. Like, if Shay even just start, stopped her artist journey there, which she hasn't, she's gone on to continue to build a business, but that ripple effect is still going to be so lasting for that woman. So think of that, too, that even if just one customer is still, you never know what that one makeover, that one hack pack, that one situation, like, just think of it, too. Like, I don't know if you guys have customers where... They go, they go traveling with their hack pack and their sister-in-law sees it and she's like, that's the coolest thing ever. You know, what is that? Oh, go follow Jackie. Like, just ripple effect is always there, even with just one person. Um, and same with one teammate. I, um, one second here. Okay, so I was gonna say, I can't read it. Helping your teammates discover why they're here will invigorate your business when you turn the focus to them and helping them find their mission statement. So a lot of times I hear that, Jackie, my team is stuck. I have a team of X, Y, and Z people, and I've just been trying to, you know, we're just lagging. And I really, truly feel like when your team is like that, whatever rank you're at, if you've just got two of you guys and you feel low in energy, it usually is a lack of mission statement. That if they're, that when, when you've got, if you've got a huge front line, you're recruiting like crazy, but your other people aren't, it usually means that they don't have one of those. And so getting everyone on board to make their own mission statement is what's going to help everyone build again. And that's something that sometimes we shy away from because it's kind of like, well, that's heavy. And obviously you're not gonna be like enrolling them on the phone for saying like, let's get your big why, how are you gonna change the world? But that is something that if you are experiencing, like if you're stagnant, I feel like that would really help a lot of people's teams. Um, but again, your focus as a team leader is always to, even with just one person, is to pour into them and to help them with their goals. And that's why I love this business. It's amazing that you can, it's everything is reflecting, like you help them and it helps you. Um, and then not everyone is here to crush this business. So how many of you guys have a teammate that you enrolled and you're like, they're going to be amazing? And then they are not amazing and you're like, what? Like you had it all at your fingertips. No, seriously, who has, who's ever enrolled someone like that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it happens, and if it hasn't happened yet, it will, where you think it's going to be amazing, and I wanna say, and I wanna remind something. Oh, I gotta use this feature. Okay, that was like anticlimactic. All right, so basically, not everyone here is here to crush it. Still love them where they are at, where they are at and that moves your mission and energy forward. Um, because one thing I learned, I can't remember who said it, but basically, when you have a team, um, it is so, so important that you treat everyone like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood that you keep the, the effect that everyone is welcome no matter where they're at. So if you have teammates here who have like never sold anything but they came to rain, like still include them in everything and still like be happy for them and cheering them on. It's so, so important that in your team chats and everything like that, you're, you're not being exclu excluding people that um, loving people where they are at is a big, big part of your mission statement. If it hasn't, you better write it in there that you wanna be that, that person that inspires someone no matter where they are at in their business. Um, let us move along. Okay, we're gonna talk a little bit about clarity. Um, I don't know, I started this late. 
It actually never started. Okay. Do you know what time it is? Anyone? Three <laughs> ten. Okay. So um, clarity. It's really important that you have clarity in your business. And to me, clarity is just knowing what you are going to do. And one thing I always say when someone is when they tell me, Jackie, I'm so unmotivated to do anything, I usually know that it stems back that they don't have a whole lot of clarity on their mission statement. And so, um, and, and understanding where you want to go in this business. And so it's so, so important that you gain some clarity on what that is. So I like to talk about clarity like um, describing your ideal teammate. Like, what does she look like? Describing your ideal Instagram audience. What does that look like? Because you're not supposed to talk to everyone. You are not for everyone. You're seriously not. Um, Describing your ideal, yeah, your ideal customer, your ideal Instagram, or your ideal online party. Like, picturing these things in clarity is so, so big. Um, how does your business function? So kind of picturing things like 12 months from now, what, what are you guys going to look like at our next company convention? What is your customer base going to look like? What is your team going to look like? And truly um, envisioning that. Um, <clears throat> we're going to skip past that. Okay. Um, I can't read that. Let's see here. All right, we're going to talk now about freedom because freedom's awesome. So we're going to go to that. So Tony Robbins, the man himself, says working because you want to, not because you have to, is financial freedom, which is the best. Like, goodness, I love that so much. He, um, let me see here. Sorry, I don't know where that went. My notes. Okay, so a little quick story. Um, about three or four months ago, I had a really hard month. Um, and this, this is going to illustrate why I think and really truly believe that um, financial freedom is the best thing that mascara has to offer. Well, I seriously love our product, but it is so cool that, that this is a thing. But I went through a very hard time. I lost my dad, and it was like a super hard month. It was very hard to be active. Like, who wants to be all over social media when you're when you're sad? Like, and um, that was a month where it really, really clicked for me that this is, business is such a blessing, not just for me, but because who in here has ever lost someone? Most of us have. And those are hard months, and sometimes it's, yeah, months. Sometimes it's a year. Sometimes it's, uh, like, the hardest to show up. And, um, and that was a month where it truly illustrated for me that I didn't see a dip in my paycheck. And that's because I had already put the work in. I was able to focus on my family. I was able to buy a bunch of plane tickets for siblings that couldn't afford them. Like, there was, like, this true freedom that came in a situation that could have been awful to go home and say goodbye to my dad. Like, I was able to offer that freedom. I had more options. So I know a lot of time we can, um, what's the word? Basically make money like some evil demon. But I think that if you can really truly understand that money just, fina uh, financial freedom gives you options. It allows you to make decisions, more options than what you typically would have. And that will always forever be why I love this, but also because that allows you all to have that option too. That, do you guys kind of see what I'm saying? I, I hope you do. Okay, I'm losing a little bit of train of thought here. Um, let me see here. Okay, let's see right here, this one. I'm gonna skip that one. Okay, so how does, how does mascara free a customer or artist? So we can talk a little bit about product and opportunity because I really feel like, um, I know for a fact everyone in here finds it a lot easier to talk about the product. It's so much easier for you guys to sell a hack pack than it is for you to sell the opportunity. But then let's just lay, lay it all out there. What are ways that you have seen mascara either free yourself, free a teammate, free a customer? Lay it on me. Yes? 
I love it. So it's free to own of their time. What else? How is mascara? How is the product? How is this opportunity freed people in your life? Say it again. It's empowering. I love it. Yes. 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 I love that. Yes. Free shipping. Okay, we're talking wasted. It's true. What else? I, I seriously, what, how else for you has it freed you? Yes, Nikki. She's so cute. Yes, this is everything. That's so true. I actually never thought about that. I like it. Yes. Right. That's so awesome. Um, yes. Right. 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 So true. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel you so much on that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think I, I feel you so much on that because I do this little side tangent. I don't know if you guys ever felt like this, but after I got married, had Clifford, I started to kind of be like, oh, no, I'm like boring. Like, I'm like, is this what the rest of life is? Yeah, like you kind of start to be like, is that it? Like kind of like you're saying, like, is your job it? Like you retire and then like, okay, I'm retired. So this is so great. I, I seriously hit a point, and I think a lot of your customer, your potential customer base, your team, your future team, your followers, AKA, all those people feel it too that this is it. Like that, mo like motherhood is beautiful. We love it. But that you might kind of be like, well, it's okay. But isn't it so fun though, like being here and like having girlfriends again? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually funny. Like, you like, you like remind yourself, like I have style still. Like these are things I truly thought I was on the path if I didn't hit my stride in a company like this, that I would have never discovered that there was still fun to be had. <laughs> so like I'm not, you know, in your indifferent, we're like parallel stories. Just I'm not in a nine to five job, but yes. 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 Yeah. Same. Who are these hobby people? 
Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. 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 Right. I love it. I skipped over you. What were you going to say? Did I just say it again? Let's agree together. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. Right. 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 It does. Yeah, back there. Yeah. 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 I love it. Just a couple more. Yes. 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 Mhm. Yeah. 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 I love that. You're amazing. Yes. Eight kids, everyone. Clap, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes, thank you for sharing. That was beautiful. I think my overall point, and I need to wrap this up, is that I, and I like, I like hearing from you guys because everyone's so human. We're all like innately like have these worries, but yeah, we're doing it despite it. And I, I like to illustrate that because um, ultimately there's no reason that this time next year you don't have a team that fills this room. That like we we have it in our head that we have to recruit like these like insanely confident people and then you make up this story like but I'll never attract them but it's like newsflash we're all insecure like so just do it anyways and so really quickly I just want to talk about fear um, uh, so ultimately fear is everyone's re so tell me why you don't have a team let's go back to that sorry just why don't you have a team why isn't your, why isn't your team bigger than what it is Carly just yeah just like just yeah like so why why aren't you recruiting like like what what's holding you back. Yeah, totally. Do you hear it? She's not willing to do the work because it gets uncomfortable. Thank you. Yeah, it's like it's so much work. It's a lot of work to kind of build that team. But like what are some other reasons you feel like you don't have that team that you're dreaming of, of like a they're team full of, no. they're going to say no. You're just not asking, but why? But why? No, tell me why. Scared, yes. You're going to lose friends. You're like, okay, but they're all going to run away. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're afraid that, you know, 
you're like, oh, I'll look stupid. I'll recruit someone, and they'll be like, but what do I do? <laughs> How do I help them? Yes. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, tell me everything. So you're kind of still like in deciding mode, which deciding mode is still a bunch of th fear. Um, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm like Oprah. <laughs> this is the, I'm the wrong person to record. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Of letting them down, like future teammates or current, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a law. It's like, wait, but is that a reflection on you? It's actually not. But go on. Yeah. Yes. Is there someone in the back? Is that you, Morgan? No. They won't take you seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just. Rose. Yeah, we could probably, I don't know if we'll be able to touch on that, but maybe, I don't know, I want to, I want to, I want to go there, but we can't, but just really quickly, I wanted to, I, I will with you later, but uh, really quickly, I wanted to illustrate that fear is really what's holding everyone ultimately back from going to where they want to be. So we have our mission statement, we need to, meet, we need to make it, um, but there is still that piece, and I want to acknowledge it, that I do realize it's terrifying. Um, you, some of us have this, the tale of like, you're, you're fearful of money maybe. Maybe you're like, I don't deserve money. I don't deserve to be like a six figure earner. I don't deserve success. Um, fear of being wrong, fear of looking weird, fear of leading your team astray. Um, and I just, I do wanna say that your, my solution to my business, to why I don't have a larger team, to why Carly doesn't have a larger team, to why we're, team, we're, we're not, you know, maybe you're not where you wanna go, is it is a blanket solution, which is, um, sorry, you're, you're, uh, you're imagining a negative outcome for something that hasn't quite happened or an action that you haven't taken. So that's ultimately what your fear is. So if we really break it down, the fear of like someone said like, what, did you say something over there? What was your reason? Yeah. Lose friends, which is something that is, like do you know for a fact you will lose all of your Facebook friends, so like you ask a friend, and then you wake up the next day and all your Facebook friends are gone. <laughs> it could, like truthfully, that won't happen. Or like same thing, like you send a DM on Instagram, and then the next day, like all your followers are gone. When you like, when you seriously like say it out loud, though, it kind of like takes away its power. Same, like, it's a fear of something that hasn't quite happened. It's just this idea of like, if I do this, that that's going to happen. Um, but I do want to talk really quick. Do I have time? Where is Lindsay? She's not even here. Do I have five? Oh gosh, <laughs> no, this is really quick. I just wanted to wrap it up, but I just, but like what is the worst thing ever? So like, cause I really, I do understand that like building a team is so much, is something that so many people want, but what is the worst thing ever that could happen if you do reach out? Yes, is that you, Tara? No, it's not, okay. Right, so you're like, you're just gonna be so disappointed, which is so weird for me to think. Um, so the worst, that's the worst thing ever is just disappointing people. What else? What's the worst thing ever? They say no. They say no. I know, but like, but like what else? Yeah, that too. You did you say they, they say no until you die? Did I hear that? They tell you you're dumb. Which I just, I just don't know if all this would happen. Like I've asked a lot of people and I just, I don't know, Sarah, have you been told you're dumb? You've recruited a lot of people. Heck, yeah, but yeah, people maybe like, yeah, people say no. yeah, I'm trying to think of like what, most people say 
Most people do say no. Yeah. So did Jessica, my sister-in-law, who's being crazy. She said no for months. But I, okay, so I guess what I'm trying to illustrate to you guys is that the worst thing ever might not even possibly exist. Like, I think we all literally think that you're going to become the worst overnight or that something horrible is going to happen and that all your friends are going to run away. And I don't think that's true. I think you're making up this story. And truthfully, the failure, the failure of asking is an emotion. It's just an emotion. It's not even real. Do you get it? Like, like you think you're going to get like unfriended overnight by 500 people, but that's not going to happen. And you're going to keep making up the story that you're the worst. And it's just an emotion. It's not even real. Um, so I am just going to say one last thing. Um, let's see. Sorry, guys. This is getting, this is getting rough. Thank you. You're amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love you guys. All right, here it is, the next page. I forgot to turn the page. I'm like, why am I not liking these notes? <laughs> like, this is like not helpful. <laughs> I've got some good content now, thank you. Okay, we're back. Thank you for being coming my TED talk. Okay, um, the reason we don't ask most of the time is because it, is, it goes back to it being all about you, which is again why I keep saying, make it not about you. The reason you're not asking your best friend, the reason you're not asking your customers, the reason that you're like afraid to share this opportunity, even though you just heard a bajillion reasons why it helped her with postpartum, it helped her find friends, she feels beautiful for the first time. Someone, like even just for helping someone feel beautiful for the first, like there's a million reasons why we know Mascara is an incredible company, but yet we still self-sabotage ourselves. Um, and it, I think it, it boils down to that we're control freaks. It's because we, you can't control the reaction to someone when, when you ask them. That if you're not asking them, then you can just, it's fine, there's nothing, there's no harm, no foul, like it's good. But you get so nervous to reach out and share this opportunity to people because we want, we, we're, it's ego-centered. We want to control the way that people view us. And basically I want to tell you something, that every top leader I know is very, very comfortable being in the uncertainty ground. That certainty is great. And certainty makes for really, you know, you have a beautiful feed, you have a beautiful, you run online classes, you don't ask your customers, you're like doing the things, but that's not gonna take you to where you want to go. And that most people who are earning great paychecks, who are having large teams, and by saying great paychecks, I know that sounds like kind of like you, but it's not you because it's your ripple effect. And those people, are really comfortable with being uncertain. And that is something that you can start doing today, like five minutes after this class. Go practice being uncertain for five minutes. Um, and I would love some serious feedback. Like if you guys were to truly really ask and share your, your opportunity, did you get unfriended by 500 people? Did she tell everyone you were the worst? Was your next get together so awkward and the most horrible thing ever? I don't think it will. Um, it will be like that. But, a lot of things that unsuccessful people will get buried by their failures and successful people will build on top of them. And I just, I promise you that Amanda, Sarah, like these top people in this room, Carly, Paige, like any, who are all you people in here that you have like truly finally climbed to leadership, they had a lot of failures before that. And some of you guys might think like you do too, then that's great, it's amazing, it's so good. I want you to fail, and I want you to fail so much, I want your tolerance of failure to get so, so strong to where it doesn't even phase you, and then that's where you'll make, you'll bridge the gap. So 
that kind of went off the tangent <laughs> lane of mission statement, but I just wanted to address it because I feel like that's a really important thing for a lot of people that you're like, okay, I have my mission statement. I want the ripple effect. I want the big income. I want the top leadership, but I did want to address that. I do know that fear is a big one, um, but the good news is it's something you can, you can overcome. Um, so with that being said, do we, I'm just going to do a little bit of like open mic night. Do I have five minutes or so? No five minutes. You guys are amazing. I love you all so much. We'll see you later. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.